part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the devil's blood, <laughs> is what saying. Sanus Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. And we're here to review Disney Channel Original Movies. DCOMs. To see if they get a puff or a pass from us in 2020 in this new season, new times, and a new series we're going to check out. This one is a classic DCOM, if I do say so myself. If you do say so yourself. I do say so myself. <laughs> I said it. It's my podcast. <laughs> And that is the Cheetah Girls, and Wiggles, what did you what did you remember about the Cheetah Girls? Um, I fucking loved the Cheetah Girls. I really liked the Cheetah Girls, and we'll get into it. But I guess I didn't remember much. <laughs> like I loved the movie, but like I don't really remember any of the plot line, like at all. It yeah. was like I was watching it for the first time. Yeah, I thought the <laughs> Cheetah Girls was... I mean, I remember the Cheetah Girls. It, it wasn't, like, my thing. I was more into the boy toys. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the comic book action figure type of things. But the Cheetah Girls, I definitely remember being a thing because... One, 3LW just existed. And they had videos on 106 and Park and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the Cheetah Girls was just like this like conglomerate zombie version of 3LW. Also, it was like a movie, but also like a real pop act mm-hmm. in a way that really wasn't... It, it didn't flow naturally. So it was just like all of these things at once. And I was just like, okay, fuck it. But... Yeah, it was a big deal for a while. There were a few Cheetah Girls movies, and they hit a few tours, so this is where it all started. This is where it all started. And I think, now that you said that, I think I realized, like, I'm not remembering this original Cheetah Girls storyline, but I am probably remembering a storyline. You know? Okay, so I'm remembering, in my memory, like, Cheetah Girls... Like, them going on a trip somewhere, which I think might be Cheetah Girls 2. I think they either went to, like, India or Hawaii, and I know those are, like, two totally different places, but I remember it being, like, a hot, humid place, and they were, like, traveling around. Touring? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? So, we'll see. I guess we'll have to watch Cheetah Girls 2 to know if I'm remembering in that way. But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty baked right now, and I lost you a little bit while you were describing it, but yeah, I don't really remember the movie. Um, And I will say, though, it was quite the throwback to watch, because it was like, it was a lot. It was a lot. So should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. So we start off the movie with a montage of singing and dancing. In classic DCOM, we start off with a montage, which before we get into it, actually, okay, sorry, one last thing before we get into it. Quick pause. Are we going to consider 
song and dance numbers as montages. We I run into like this. We, we run into this. We have to musical. follow the rule that we established in High School Musical. I don't remember. This is where you said because the songs further the plot. Yes. They are not considered montages. Yes. By but, definition, a montage has to not really move the plot demonstratively. I'm gonna, this has to be some shit that happened. I'm going to say then, I don't think the song and dance numbers in this movie further the plot. I think that they were just song and dance numbers. True. But so, also they were singers and dancers. So it's like... Yeah, but I think we could have had the exact same story without any of the songs and dances. There were definitely some that were like montages, but there's some that I feel like may have been relevant. And we'll talk about... Okay, okay. So I mean, we the jury's out? Later, Is the yeah. jury out still? I, I feel like the jury's still out. <laughs> okay, for this movie, we have to wait till the end to make right, that determination. So, okay. Back to back to it. We start off with a I'm gonna call it a montage of singing and dancing. Definitely a montage. Yes, and and this is where we meet our four main characters of this girl squad. So we have Galleria, played by Raven Simone, and she is like the leader of this girl group. And then we move over to, and we see Chan- Chanel. And she is played by... Adrian Balon. Adrian Balon. And then we meet Aqua, who is from... Was she from L.A.? Or she's from like, Texas. Texas. Okay. She's from Texas. She's kind of new to the group. And that is played by... Keely Williams. Keely Williams. <laughs> and then finally we meet... Okay, and just for reference, Raven's Moan Gallery is black. Chanel, she is like a mix of a bunch of she's, yeah. Latino blends. Yeah, but she's Puerto Rican. Yeah. And Costa Rican, I think. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell. There was a lot. Then we have Aqua, who, as we said, is from Texas. She's black. And then Dorinda, who I thought was a mixed girl and we later learn is just a white girl <laughs> yeah and it's like part of the storyline where they're just like oh i thought you were mixed like you can dance like you can't just be black you can't just be white and she's like i'm white yeah i'm white <laughs> which, which shows how i literally don't remember any of this movie because i forgot how that was even a storyline but yeah. yeah so she is white but also looks like she could be brown facing I'm not really sure I don't think she is at all I think <laughs> that's just how she looks okay okay fine I think we'll that she's actually mixed but like and she's like white presenting like she's she's white okay but I don't, I don't think she's like black and white mixed I think she might be like I don't, I don't know but like Sabrina Bryan is a person who's been out of the world <laughs> Also, okay. Girl. Okay, so but we have like a racially diverse group of girls, and they are singing and dancing in this montage, and they're at a birthday party, and like Aqua's heel gets caught on like the stage, and they all fall, and it's a big tragedy, and you know this isn't stopping them though. They still have that dream. They're like, we are the Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters. Yeah, and they, we're gonna they're go really far. down with the Cheetalicious slime. Oh, yeah. And they really like the Cheetah Prince. This is like prime Destiny's Child years, too. Like, girl groups are going real strong for a minute. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, so while that performance didn't go as planned, they have their eyes set. They're like, we are the Cheetah Girls, and we are going to win our school's talent show. And they live in Manhattan, and they go to Manhattan Magnet School, and they have a talent show. And you know what? This is like, this is where they can get their big break, right? So they're really looking forward to it. And, um, but either way, so they are leaving this birthday party. Chanel and Galleria are walking home. And they're like the two originals of the group. And they are just like walking in Manhattan with Galleria's dog, Toto. And they like break into song and dance. Like just on the street. Montage. Montage. Like, so we have montage after montage already in the beginning of the, like, first five minutes. Hey, we're trying to sell this album, okay? (laughs) And Galleria realizes, oh, shit, I was supposed to go... Oh, no, no, they didn't have Toto with her. But she's like, I'm supposed to go get Toto. Like, she was supposed to walk him or something. Let him out. And she gets home, and one, she is late, and two, her mom is already home, and three, her mom is pissed. Yeah. So over to you, KK. <laughs> but yeah, so Galleria gets caught up singing and forgets to take care of Toto. And Toto, not Toto. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, her mom has to cancel an appointment with a very expensive guest. A very expensive <laughs> client, excuse guest. me. A very Kiki's expensive client. <laughs> At her boutique where she and her husband make clothes together, Galleria is is half Italian. And and Galleria's mom wants her to focus on school Mm -hmm. and her life and not all this cheetah chatter because she understands that while having dreams are important and she wants to support her dreams, like... You also have to be grounded and take care of the stuff in front of you, like your dog. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, we cut to Dorinda, who is literally taking care of the world in front of her as she mops floors so she can pay for her dance club membership. So she's working the... She's, she's struggling out here. Meanwhile, Chanel is... Kind of in the middle. Like, she has everything she wants as far as attention from her mom. But her mom, who's like her best friend, also is dating this French guy who she wants to move forward with. And Chanel thinks that, one, her mom is a little bit too close. Like, I don't need to know about your French boyfriend. Just because you look like you're my age doesn't mean, like, we're sisters. And two, Frenchie wants to move... And she is not with it. And, uh... Did you call him Frenchie? Yeah, I called him Frenchie. I was like, Frenchie. who's Frenchie? They didn't name him. He's French boyfriend, <laughs> so I called him Frenchie. Um, but, and so that's, that's Chanel's beef. They don't really build anything around... Aqua. Aqua at no. all, because... Why? Like, she's from Texas. There's there's no story there. She has problems. They just kind of, like, go into how she's a bit of a germaphobe. That kind of gets brought up a bunch. Yeah. She was definitely the comic relief, and they didn't treat her much more than that. that. But uh, the next day, it's time to go for the auditions for the talent show. And Galleria's crush, Eric, who has, you know, the most 90s part ever in his hair. 
wants to, you know, poke fun at them a little bit for not playing real instruments. And he's going to kill it at audition time with his friend who is low-key macking on Aqua the entire time. They really don't ever, like, get into it, but they just, like, cut into him. And he's, like, already in conversation. Like, he's, like, spitting game already. I just feel like if they kind of, Maybe I fuck him. Yeah, if they just, like, watch the movie from their perspective, it would just be him, like, hey, I don't even like them. Like, what are you doing later? Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> but anyway, they need to switch the audition times, so the love interest of Aqua... I didn't even get a name. He didn't get a name, but he was the black kid, so he could get... Well, there's there's actually several black kids. He's it's the true. black guy. He's the black guy, though. Yeah. So that he can get to his something appointment and... Uh, orthodontist, I think. His orthodontist appointment or something. <laughs> and Galleria is just like, nope. I'll insist that they can't move it, even though all the other cheated girls are pretty cool with it. Which is, you know, foreshadowing for how Galleria becomes a little tyrant. Yes. And uh, at the audition, the girls do their thing. And they put out a, a great song and dance number. Again, this is, although this might qualify as a montage for its length, it really did for the plot because it is a singing group. They were auditioning. And so they did a dance number. Toto came out and he was, you know. Why do you call him Toto? Toto <laughs> came out and he was hitting the stanky leg and stuff like he was dancing. And he was like spinning and doing circles and shit. Yeah, and and so everyone was really impressed. Their uh, their dance teacher drink, drink of champagne was blown away. And it kept auto auto correcting the drinks. No, drink a champagne. Drink a drink a champagne. Drink a champagne was blown away, and she was letting them know about how she used to tear it up back in the day, and how she used to create stars just like Jackal Johnson who just so happens to be in the room and Jackal Johnson who has a name like a villain of course offers the girls a contract on the spot well willing to point out we need to point out that he's the same villain that was in Quince oh he was the Quince villain yeah he has a punchable face he's been typecast <laughs> by Disney but the girls are like instantly gushing over him and get but Galleria's mom has been around the block, you know. You know, Lady Greenleaf isn't playing that bullshit. <laughs> and she's like, No, I you know, see right through you, I know exactly who you are and we're not signing nothing, you know, good day to you, sir. And Galleria, who thinks she knows everything, takes his card and is just like, Hey, don't worry, I'm gonna take care of her, you know. I'm gonna talk to you on the slide. This is my turn. Yeah. Okay, I was sorry. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm a little high, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so on their way home from the audition, Gallery and her mom get into a huge fight. And there's, like, a lot of huge fights between Gallery. Like, there's no prop. Wow. It's more of a problematic mom in this movie. I don't think she's a problematic mom. I think she's... A I would say that Galleria sees her as problematic. I think but that the adult in me seems as like a reasonable woman. No, I think that this may be the first time where there isn't really a problematic parent. I think that Galleria is her own villain. But do you see what I'm saying about like how 
Galleria sees her mom as problematic. I mean, I think she, she like really sees pushes her back. As problematic, but her mom just is like isn't letting a fourteen-year-old like sign contracts. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. unreasonable. No, I don't. The okay, we're talking in circles. I'm saying the adult in me knows that her mom is doing everything right, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so. Galleria and her mom, Dorothea, get into a huge fight, and her mom is like, what the fuck are you doing, Galleria? Like, why are you focusing so much on this when you can be focusing on all of these other things? If you gave, like, anything as much attention as you give your music, like, you would be, like, incredible, right? And so... Galleria's dad, though, is, like, very gentle with her. He is, like, the more liberal parent. And he is, like, Dorothea, honey, we need to, like, take a step back and let our daughter pursue her dreams. And so, Galleria and the Cheetah Girls get to go to this, this, like, info session audition with Jackal. And... While this is happening, Galleria is on the phone with Chanel. And Chanel's like, hey, hold up. When we were with Jackal, when he saw us at the audition for the talent show, why'd you say that you're the star? Like, what did she say? That you're the the founder. Why are you saying that you're the founder? And she's like, we all kind of did this together. And so you can kind of see that the girls are realizing problematic things with with Galleria. I keep wanting to call her Raven. So, at the lunch table the next day, Galleria starts going a little crazy and is telling the other girls the terms of the meeting with Jackal. And she tells Aqua that she can't talk with food in her mouth or carry hot sauce in her purse. Like, shit, that doesn't matter. And the girls are kind of flabbergasted that Galleria is starting to treat them this way. And in that moment of, like, the girls kind of getting over Galleria, Dorinda we see is the cleaning lady at the rec center because that's how she pays for her dance lessons. And the rec center is closed that weekend so that, like, a dance crew can come in and use the space. And Dorinda's worried that without the work, she's going to be short on money for her lessons. And the other employee's like, you know what, you can just help with the with the dance crew and you can get that time credited towards your lessons. And so we start to see that like there's a bigger divide between the girls than what meets the surface. Yeah. And so like the things that are just like such a big deal to Galleria are like means nothing to Dorinda because she has so much other shit going on in her life. Yeah. So when Dorinda says that she can't change times because she has to work she just said, like... Well, she didn't say she has to work, but yeah. she can't change time. She was busy. And, and uh, Galleria is just like, well, there's nothing that's more important than this. And that she doesn't have to come because she's just a the dancer. girl who dances. She doesn't, doesn't even sing. even sing, and this is a, a singing thing. Dorinda kind of makes up her mind that she's not really fucking with... Uh, the Cheetah Girls. She's not really fucking with the Cheetah Girls, but definitely Mostly not Galleria. with Galleria. Yeah. And so, the final of the weekend, the girls are all super excited to go to the record store and meet Jackal. And unfortunately, they get a bad impression because Gallery and her mom are in gridlock traffic because they are too bougie to take the train in New York City. That's it. 
Like they get in the cab in New York City during rush hour when they could get on the train and then they get stuck in traffic during a very important meeting because they're bougie. But the rest of the Cheetah Girls are there for the meeting and just as Gallery and her mom hop out of the cab, book it on foot to the studio in their heels and arrive with dog poop on Gallery's shoe, they, they come in to see the rest of the Cheetah Girls having a great time with Jackal and really brokering this deal that Galleria was so sure that she needed to do herself because she was the leader and literally comes in late with shit on her shoe. Oh God. Yeah. That's but, the worst. <laughs> shit on the shoe. <laughs> but Chanel helps uh, Galleria clean her shoe in the bathroom. And she pats her on the head. And pats her on the head while she's cleaning her stank ass shoe. Yeah, and then horrible. hops out to act like you know she's the Beyonce of this shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh okay, like, well here's my demo tape with my music, and this is what we're gonna audition to. Explains that the that they want to do a demo next Saturday, but that's the same day as the talent show. Dun dun dun. And Galleria is just like, well fuck the talent show. Like, we're just moving on to this. But the rest of the crew is like, hey, like, we gave our word. Like, we should want to do the talent show. Um, yeah. Aqua and Doe kind of approach Chanel on the slide, and they're like, hey, Gallery is your best friend, but honestly, we're ready to let this whole shit go. So you got to talk to her and fix it, because if you don't talk to her, we got to talk to her. Also, like, worth pointing out that Dorothea, Gallery's mom, is like, really running this show she's like setting the terms of like the contract she's doing all of that stuff and yeah she is the most involved adult she's like a definite like talent manager mom yeah she's definitely a stage mom mm-hmm. so the next day at school galleria is literally talking everyone's ear off about how she met with jackal and how basically that means that she is i mean literally beyonce that she's going to the top and, you know, you guys are all going to be so grateful to have met her at this point and chases everybody off doing this, you know, song and dance about how this 30-minute conversation with this guy was, you know, the thing that made her millionaires, but she hasn't done anything, actually. And it gets so annoying that people start creating a hate group called Sick of the Cheetah Girls <laughs> and putting posters up. About how they hate the Cheetah Crows because of, you know, Galleria's loudmouth ass. And when Galleria really rudely tells Drink of Champagne that they're not going to the talent show because, you know, they're going to the top and, you know, they don't has need been, this school, t- the pet, you know, like the. They don't need this talent, talent show and then, like, you know, she doesn't expect a has-been like drink a champagne to understand what it takes for, you know, these young girls to make it. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do. And, uh, you know, she's just like, hey, like, I can't believe that you're going to do me like this. But, yeah, I mean, I guess you're going to do it. And just to rub it in more, like, Galleria tells Doe, who, you know, she doesn't know the amount of her struggles that, like, she needs to get new clothes before the audition because, you know, her shit is busted. 
busted. So, fast forward. Chanel is on a shopping spree with her mom's credit card because her mom like dipped out on her or something, right? So she had like another date with a Frenchie. And Chanel was pissed and so she went and she's like, fuck my mom. She went and like did this shopping spree on like Fifth Avenue and maxed out all of her mom's credit cards. But in that process, she bought Dorinda an outfit. And so she goes over to the building where she knows Dorinda lives and she's like, hi, Mr. Doorman, is this where um, my friend Dorinda lives? And he's like, who? And she describes her and then he's like, oh, around the corner, like at the super's office. Alley, yeah. And Chanel's like, what? And she goes and she knocks on the door and Dorinda lives there with 10 other kids and her foster mom. And actually this whole time has been hiding from her friends that she's a foster child. Chanel is like shocked. And it was, I will say, like the best reaction Disney could have portrayed us. It was like, you know, Chanel was like, doesn't matter. You're my friend. Like, I'm, I understand why you would have had to hide something like this. Like, why you felt insecure. But like, we don't care about these things. And that was like really sweet. I liked yeah. that. Um, and it also seemed like uh, Dorinda, while she was like in a foster home, was in what looked like a loving situation. Absolutely. Like she she really felt connected to her foster mom. Yeah. <laughs> I about to tear up. But it was really sweet. But that's when Dorinda told him about the dance crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she told Chanel. She got. <clears throat> yeah. And Chanel's like, wow. She's like, go for it, girl. Um, but it's finally time for the day of the demo. And they're at the studio with Jackal, and tensions are already running high when he tells them he wants them to rebrand as a new crew called The Global Get Down. And while this movie came out in 2003, it feels very relevant to 2020. Yeah, this because is friendly mass. The whole premise of this crew is that they're these, like, animals in these masks. So there's, like, a tiger, a there's seal, a there's a cheetah. Baby seal. And what was the fourth one? Um, like a panda? There's yeah. a panda. And so they're like, what the fuck? It was, like, this really weird kind of almost, like, it twisted like sound music. It was, like, Girls, but, like, with animals and, and face paint. It was freaky. It was like a wiggle sort of thing. Yeah. And at first they're like, what the fuck? But then they're like, hey, who cares if yeah, it's like... is pissed, but... Yeah, but the other girls are like, you know what? This might not be that bad of a deal. Like, you, and, know, you gotta make it in somehow. And Gallery is like, what? No way. And she's like, if that's how you guys feel, then like, I'm out. But like, this isn't the Cheetah Girls. And... They and can the just, like, go back to the like, talent hey, show. And the other girls are, like, We don't even really like you like that. No. And so, she decides to leave. And the other girls are, are like, kind of in this weird funk. Gallery is in this weird funk. And she, she like, is kind of out of reckoning with herself. And she's singing this sad, what I would call, 
a montage. She's singing a sad song. Sad because we already knew that she was song. sad. We didn't need the song to prove it. Sad montage song. And she gets joined by like her crush, who I think his name is Eric. Yeah. And it's just like very um it was like peak emo years. It was as emo as Cheetah Girls was gonna get. But yeah, so Eric tries to like talk her up and is like, you know what? Keep making music, keep singing, keep dancing. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't, Don't give up. Away. Don't give up. And so when Galleria is out walking her dog, she hears the global get down and sees that that they're officially released in the store window. And, of course, she thinks that the rest of her former Cheetah Girls who have abandoned her are now Global Get Down Girls and replaced her. And so she's upset and, you know, she drops her leash and Toto goes off running. You know, things manage to get worse when Toto falls into an open manhole and gets stuck. And in... Something that, you know, probably would never happen. All of traffic shuts down. And Well, first she calls up to the police officer. She calls up to the police officer who is following her because she's just a black person running. And, I mean, it's true. And, but then he was really helpful when he yeah. found out it was a small white dog that needed rescue. Yeah, when that small white dog was needed rescue, he was like, what the fuck? Shut down traffic. Get the cones up. Let's get the jaws of life. We gotta chainsaw this dog out of here. And so, the dog was... Uh, so, Toto was trapped. And as the story became a new story, the other Cheetah Girls heard what was going on mm-hmm. and made it to the scene. But made it very clear that they didn't give a fuck about Galleria. They're here for the dog. And so while all of NYC is on a mission to save this dog, uh, Gallifrey and her family are so upset, and it doesn't look like Toto's going to make it. Uh, and so the <clears throat> the ambulance people tell the Cheetah Girls to sing to the dog, because those some familiar voices may, may help him fight his way loose. <laughs> And I so, think they were just trying to keep him alert. I think they were afraid that he was, like, starting to to slip. So the police shut <laughs> off power to the street. <laughs> which shuts off power Total to the talent show that they are now missing. And, and now everybody from several mile radius are watching the Cheetah Girls <laughs> save this dog with the power of their voices. Including... Including at the talent Eric, show. who was doing something like just automatically started like streaming live on the projector. Yeah, and when yeah, when the news was on streaming, <laughs> like the power came back on like through the generator because Miss Drinka was like the generator, the generator. Yeah, and then when the power came back on, suddenly projected on stage was the news story. The breaking yeah. news. Which is... What, what yeah. do you think this was? 5 o'clock news? 6 o'clock news? I don't, I don't know. It, it couldn't what have been that What time does news come on? News comes on all the time. It's constant. I don't watch news. I didn't used to. Um, <laughs> but they... Cheetah uh, girls are coming together and they're putting things aside so they can sing for this dog. And... <laughs> and it works. <laughs> 
<laughs> it works. And through the power of their voices, Toto is able to freak himself, and they just immediately forgive each other for all of the bullshit that Galleria did. No, 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 no. What happened? No, remember they were like, we weren't here for you, we were here for Toto. Remember that? No, but remember like, they as soon as Toto him? was safe, like, she was no. like, oh, oh yeah, no, no. No, because he was safe, and they were like in the ambulance. Yeah, and they were like, we don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. We gave you for the dog. And they the were like, bye. Safe. And they left. And yeah. so Eric was like, hey, if you love your friends, you should get them back. And she was like, Is that hey. what happened? I don't like know how. Eric started playing the guitar uh, for I some reason. I don't even know why we're talking about Eric. I don't Can know. Can we stop talking about men that don't do shit? Eric started playing his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and Galleria started singing. And they were just all like, you know, fuck it. We know we're going to perform. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of forgave each other and did a great big performance in front of all of Manhattan. And oh, God. And of course they were all in matching velour outfits. Yeah, they all came from their that? own prospective houses and they were all wearing friends, the same outfit. But all decided to wear the same outfit in, in their respective cool. colors. And... <laughs> Drink a champagne, named them the winner of the challenge show. So, uh, Jacko Johnson was very pissed that he wanted to change the Cheetah Girls into the Global Get Done Girls when they're obviously stars the way that they were meant to be. Yeah. Girl power. Girl power. Girl power. Hashtag girl power. So, what are some of the takeaways? Good lord. So, I'm going to say, I feel like we keep saying this, but like, the early 2000s are like the best of the 90s. <laughs> it's like, very true. Yeah. There was a lot of like, I don't know. I guess, yeah. It's just funny. Um, but yeah, lots of allure jumpsuits. Lots of like coordinating, matching. The whole girl band movement. Um, Absolutely. The yeah. talent shows were such a big deal back then. Yo, the talent show was weird. One, because do, Eric do, came do they out... Do still do talent shows? I don't know. Do schools do, still do that? I don't know. I wasn't part of a talent show. Oh, I, I, I used to talent. try out for the talent show. What did you try out with? Okay, so this is really embarrassing. I'm going to get deep. This is um, unlocking some of the hidden trauma. This is part of my therapy. In fourth grade, I auditioned for the talent show. But my audition was just like interpretive dance. <laughs> like it was like supposedly a choreographed dance that I didn't choreograph, but I like acted like it was choreographed, but it was interpretive. It was really bad. And <laughs> it was on a Friday. The talent show was on a, like the audition was on a Friday. And on Fridays, we used to get out of school early. My dad would pick me up and he'd take me to lunch. But on this Friday, this is so embarrassing. On this Friday, I insisted to my dad we go straight home because they had said that they would call between the hours of like one and three with the winners on who's going into the talent show. So I was like, Dad, we need to rush home right now. We cannot stop and get lunch, which was usually Carl's Jr. So like, or Taco Bell. So for me to like give up on that, I was really like, we need to get home. And I like sat by the phone all afternoon. And my dad knew that there was no call coming. <laughs> Kiki's laughing.
laughing right now, but he's also holding my hand. He's so sick. I'm trying to be so supportive. <laughs> I've never told While you this also, story. Like giggling my ass off. <laughs> okay, Kate, that's a true story. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was my fourth grade audition. My fifth grade. <laughs> oh, so you you did that again after that? <laughs> Just get no. off the horse. Okay. <laughs> Was it, was it also interpretive dance again? No. Because in fifth grade, you can start to take band. So I learned how to play the Forrest Gump theme song on my alto saxophone. All right, turn up. No, <laughs> no, that's, that I is talent. I made the talent show. That is talent. I made the talent show. Yeah. But my, other, my friend, who I'm not going to refer to him by his name, but he also played the saxophone. And he was in the talent show and he didn't use any sheet music. He had memorized and was listening to headphones and played this song on his saxophone. He was such a little punk show off. Cause he memorized music. Cause he memorized you music. You memorized music. You're supposed to memorize the music. <laughs> Are you saying that what I did just wasn't worthy of being in the talent show? <laughs> it was worthy. I just feel like you wanna Give him Max for, for memorizing his music, and I'm just like, of course you did. Like, so if this friend of mine listens, he would know who he is, and if he doesn't listen, well, maybe this is a reason for me to send him the podcast. This has nothing to do no, with the Cheetah Girls. This has nothing to do with Cheetah Girls. That's what, you can edit this if you want, but this no, was also this like a therapy session. <laughs> but I yeah. will say that. Just like the talent show was very cringeworthy because Eric tried to rag on them specifically because they didn't play instruments and uh-huh. said that they weren't making real music. And then his he comes out rap. and like has his black friend DJing while he raps poorly. <laughs> and it's just weird that he like made this whole thing about real instruments and then it's just like, and now I'm an MC. Rappity rap rap rappity rap. I don't even remember this. I think I like. And then my DJ's gonna do his thing. That's stupid. I just didn't. I don't think he would. I don't think Eric or his friend were necessary at all. They didn't add the storyline. They added nothing. I'm tired of like us needing to see heterosexual relationships from like the onset of puberty. It's like yeah, it's propaganda. Can we stop? Ugh. Yeah, like, that dude added nothing. Nothing. And then he showed up at the end with the guitar, which made me feel like, wait, so what, did you guys start off with electric guitar? And then, like, your black friend was just like, dude, you suck at guitar. I can actually mix. Like, I can just put together some stuff on my tables, and you can do whatever it is that you do over there, but um, I'm the talent here. Yeah. I think that that's what happened. (laughs) But... Yeah. yeah. Also, dance crews were a big thing. Remember uh, America's Next Top Dance Crew or whatever the fuck that was? J- with the Jabberwockies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dance crews were a fucking thing. Oh, yeah. People loved hip-hop dance for a Oh, yeah. In, in the early 2000s, hip-hop dance was, like, it. And then people started cranking that soul. I have blood. a story to tell you after this. You don't, okay, you don't want to say it on I don't want to tell you, but it's about the Jabberwockies. Ask me about it later. Okay. It's how Jennifer (laughs) met the Jabberwockies. No. Jackal was definitely the cringiest dude ever. Is his name Jackal or Jackal? 
Jekyll. Okay. And so he was also creepy on Quince because didn't he want to like trademark the babies or something yeah, weird? He was, like he wanted yeah. to like kidnap them? Yeah. Like he was weird. And in he this, plays he a fucking like, weirdo. Yeah, he's like too good at it. Like he's <laughs> always weird. I don't want to know what he's like in real life. He's probably very pleasant, but what if he was weird? Now I would feel like should have saw that coming. Dorithea not only wasn't such a bad mom, like she was a good mom. I think she was a good mom. Uh, she didn't want them doing stupid stuff, and they were fourteen. Like I feel like the moral of the story is that Galleria isn't to be listened to, and Dorithea was the first person like not putting up with Galleria's bullshit. Like she was off rip like no you need to do your chores and treat people with respect and don't sign stuff without reading it and people were like oh she's so oppressive and i'm like what the fuck like she's the only one parenting here like his dad just comes in her dad just comes in and is just like hey i love you and i love <laughs> pasta <laughs> like we had to know he was very italian he was very italian he just comes in it's like says something in italian and says i love you and kisses them on the forehead and leaves and it's like you need to be on my side here this little girl is about to get herself like in a contract that she can't deal with <laughs> yeah he's just like follow your dreams it's like what are you talking about you're a bad parent <laughs> so yeah that was that was it yeah, that was pretty much it. Are there any moments you thought were funnier high or No. 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 <laughs> none of it was funnier high. None of, none of this movie was funnier high. We go all around the world where we stop nobody. I else. will say like was it was ironic. High. Parts of it were ironic, like how Aqua is like a germaphobe who like refuses to get on the public transportation and like uses hand sanitizer wipes like before it was popular. Yeah. And you know, I, you yeah. know, what I also feel like is ironic is that, you know, they make a big point about Global Get Down being, like, this nerf-down version of their real band and that they're, like, real singers who don't lip-sync and that they're the real thing. And, like, the Cheetah Girls are literally, like, the Global Get Down version of 3OW. Like, yeah. 3OW just existed, and then it got cut down and like Disney-fied into the Cheetah Girls and yeah it just kind of is a funny juxtaposition for them to make but uh in any way what did you think of the Cheetah Girls would you give it a puff or a pass I really went into this film, film thinking that it would get a puff because I had such fond memories of this I like loved the Cheetah Girls this did not deliver so I might have to give this a pass, unfortunately, because I, I was, I mean, you know, KK, I've been wanting to watch this movie for months. Yeah. And you've been like pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. And finally, you let me have this one and it did not deliver. Word. It's like when you really hype something up in your head, maybe that was part of it, but like it was not good. And not that it was anything about it was bad. I just felt like it wasn't good. Yeah. I didn't particularly feel like it was good either. As much as I felt like if you're smacked, like you can get through it and it's pretty funny. And that's what I feel like. It's one of those like it's yeah. funny high movies. Because it's yeah. it's like it's so bad it's good. It's like not the type of movie though that you really have to be watching. No. It's like the type of decom that's like a background noise type of movie. I just felt like a lot of it was cringy. Yeah. I don't know. 
So and I, I just it- don't like. <clears throat> sorry, one last thing. I don't like this like portrayal. It used to be a lot more common in like the media, but of like women pitted against each other or young girls pitted against each other. I'm like, okay, we all know that like female friendships are very unique and and you know that there's a lot of things there when you're this age. But I'm just like I just don't like seeing young girls cutthroat with each other. I'm like, yeah. no. We're so much better than that. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad stereotype. Yeah, I'm sick of it. And I feel like maybe it's gotten better, but especially it's just like really obvious in this movie. Yeah, I can dig that for sure. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to give I always it... feel a little disappointed when we tell you guys it's a pass. Yeah, I feel like it takes us a while. If you ever see us not put out a an episode for a week it's because we want to give it a pass that's really what it is i feel like the episodes that we really like avoid reviewing yeah like we you know if you liked it like we're gonna come in here right away we want to talk about it yeah you want to talk about it if it's a pass we're just like "Mm." (sighs) and i feel like this is kind of a bill clinton for me like you know oh okay maybe that's a bill clinton i know but you know i i kind of puffed but i didn't inhale on it like it was you know what maybe that's how i give it I might give it a Bill Clinton. It's like, right. it is For nostalgia's funny, sake, it high. And it is, like, interesting seeing all of these, like, people who... A lot of them are still famous. Uh, you yeah. know, just kind of mm-hmm. do these things. But, yeah. I definitely feel like I give it a solid Bill Clinton. Which yeah. is, like, a solid, what, D? That's, like... <laughs> a Bill Clinton isn't much. But you get a Bill Clinton. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. So, folks, that being said, anything else you want to cover this week, KK? Anything you want to talk about? What's been going on in your life? We didn't really do that at the beginning. No, I don't really want to. I just feel like, you know, I want to thank all the listeners for listening to the last couple of episodes. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, just an update. Blank check still hasn't hit 50, so we're not going to get married. But, you know, you guys can still change that. Here's you know, the just ring, keep listening. Just keep listening, <laughs> you know. We can, we can make this happen together. We can. Uh, but we do feel like so much love. I feel like there's been a lot of love from our listeners and fans the last month or so. Thank you guys so much for coming back, even after our break. And we really look forward to, like, going deeper down this journey with you. Yeah. So, uh... Thanks again. And from the greenhouse, I'm KK. I'm Wiggles, and we st- we still have Penny the podcast dog here in the room with us today. Yeah, she's Let's Penny, give her the, a shout out too. Penny the quiet dog today. Good girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya.